Johnny Mac, did you see last week the congressional baseball game happened? President Biden and Speaker Nancy Pelosi were among the spectators. Jimmy Fallon said it was just baseball, no politics, until the Republican catcher went nuts about having to wear a mask. We're not going to do any better than that. That's a great joke. Jimmy Kimmel, it was a real nail biter in the eighth inning. I got a text from Pelosi saying we're down by one run and only your donation of $26 can turn this around. Seth Meyers, but Pelosi had to work the phone instead of watching what I'm sure was a terrible baseball game. You think regular baseball is slow? Imagine what it's like with these bozos. Fallon, President Biden stopped by for the game, although it was a little creepy when he left by disappearing into a cornfield. <laughs> Gobert, he also spent some of the game working the phones. Then Biden left the park about an hour after he arrived that has big absent dad vibes you look great out there kiddo daddy's just on a work call been there Gordon. and while he was there he handed out ice cream bars with the presidential seal on the package ice cream you scream we all scream can you get back to work joe colbert the dims had a chance for a big win but in the bottom of the ninth joe manchin wrote a letter cautioning that it would be irresponsible to score trevor noah went off on a tweet storm it's a little before one on friday when i'm recording this and he just tweeted this i don't know what happened but he seems pretty ticked off at united airlines four tweets in a row from trevor noah none of them funny just sharing he tweets dear at united if your seats are broken on your planes maybe send a message to passengers before they get to the airport so they can choose a different airline your current tactic of surprising us with no seats when we get to the boarding gate is not great business next tweet also can we just talk about how the airline industry as a whole can just treat us passengers like crap and we have almost no rights they can overbook a flight and not tell you and there's literally nothing you can do garbage can emoji next tweet imagine if you bought a meal at mcdonald's and only after you paid they told you they actually don't have food so your only option is to lick the fries that fell on the floor mcdonald's fries emoji next tweet and what sucks even more is that the airline staff has to get shat on by angry passengers when they've done nothing wrong they have no control over what happened but now they have mortal enemies wishing them dead emoji of a skeleton face i said skeleton face it's it's a skull I should edit that out because you guys are like, skeleton face? I'm leaving it in. Joe Rogan was on the Joe Rogan podcast, which is called the Joe Rogan Experience. I know that. And Joe Rogan believes that Joe Biden did not get a COVID vaccine booster shot on live TV. Joe Rogan said, I don't think they would take the chance. Rogan explained that he believes that the president faked it when he claimed to receive his third dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Rogan said, I think if they were going to give him a booster shot, the last thing they would do is give it to him live on television. What if he dies? What if he blacks out? What if he like gets it and faints? Like because people have had very bad reactions like in the moment for whatever reason. Okay, Joe Rogan, seriously, come on. From the laugh button. For years, fans have been waiting for the day that Jerry Seinfeld would maybe change his mind and do a reunion of the Seinfeld sitcom. Jerry went to a Mets game. The Mets reporters asked him about the potential of a reunion of Seinfeld. Jerry said, there's absolutely nothing going on. I'm very much a nostalgia person. I love to go to my house where I grew up on Long Island. It's one of the reasons I love the Mets, because I loved it when I was a kid, and it makes me think back to that time. But I like to go forward in life. I believe that going forward, I don't know what we would do that would be good. I agree. Leave Seinfeld alone. There's no way bringing that back would be good. I mean, what would it be? A 63-year-old guy still lives in that apartment? No, don't do that. Speaking of Jerry Seinfeld, Vulture tells us Jerry Seinfeld was the guest on a podcast called Creativity in Captivity, which they say is technically not a comedy podcast. 
It's hosted by a comedy writer and comedian, Pat Hazel, who for the most recent episode brought in guest Jerry Seinfeld. Hazel used to be a writer on Seinfeld and even open for Jerry sometimes on the road. How does Jerry write? A big pen and a yellow legal pad. When does he crank out his comedy? In the morning, before lunch, anyone who tells you they write in the afternoon or night is lying. On the podcast, they talk about shared creative moments, writer's rooms, green rooms, and driving to gigs. Jerry also talks about how he crafts his material. He says, I look at the subject like I'm in a drone, and I can fly around to see it from every angle. That's called Creativity in Captivity. Jerry Seinfeld, a stand-up guy, is the episode. I'm going to download that. Speaking of classic sitcoms, B.J. Novak, one of the show writers and actors on The Office, he confirmed that he was at the meeting where they tried to convince James Gandolfini to join The Office. We heard about this earlier in the year. James Gandolfini could have potentially replaced Steve Carell as the boss. That would have been awesome. Novak said he was shy and intrigued. I thought it'd be great because The Sopranos was actually the biggest influence on The Office because of the way that comedy, drama, and character were all completely indistinguishable. The way Michael Scott will say something very serious but mispronounce a word, I feel like, is a direct descendant of the Tony Soprano sense of humor. I thought it would have been an incredible replacement. I really, really wanted to work with him. It didn't happen because HBL eventually gave Gandolfini money not to do it. But Gandolfini had a specific vision for how he wanted to portray the character. Novak said, we suggested a white collar character for him to play against type. And he said something I'll never forget, which is, I feel as an actor, whoever comes out at 3 a.m., that's how you should be playing. And at 3 a.m., what comes out of me is a blue collar guy. So I started a Facebook group for you and I and everybody else to talk comedy. If you saw something funny over the weekend and you want to post it, go to facebook.com slash groups slash DCN pod. It's Facebook groups. It's DCN pod is the group. I will post a link in the show notes. By the way, having nothing to do with comedy, watch Squid Game. I'm not going to tell you a thing about it. It's on Netflix. Watch Squid Game. From Far Out Magazine, they did a profile of Zach Galifianakis. Tracy Morgan said, Zach's built for comedy, like Mike Tyson in his prime. He was built for boxing from the tip of his head to the bottom of his feet, just straight boxer. That's how Zach is with comedy. Zach spoke to GQ and said, I love to laugh when nobody else laughs. When I say something that nobody laughs at, that actually makes me laugh. It's difficult to explain. I like anti-comedy because I've been doing it for so long, that kind of style. Traditional stuff bores the crap out of me. I love something that's so unfunny it's funny. Maybe only other comedians understand that, but yet again, I don't care. Gary Goleman said, I always feared that if I had success too late in life, I wouldn't enjoy it. But I could say from this side that I'm really enjoying it. Doesn't matter when it comes, as long as you're not miserable along the way. I think it's worth the wait. He was speaking to the Laugh Button website. He is excited because he's going to be playing Carnegie Hall as part of the New York Comedy Festival. He said, it's the first venue that I've ever played where my family has heard of it before. They're just not that hip to comedy clubs, and there aren't that many famous comedy clubs. So even thought I played Caroline's and the Comedy Cellar and Gotham Comedy Club and the Comedy Store in LA and the Laugh Factory and the Improv. It never really excited them the way Carnegie Hall has. So that is really one of the best parts that I could tell people that, and they know who I'm for real 28 years now into my comedy career. I will say that fortunately at this point in my career, the road is very gentle. When I first started doing comedy, doing the road often involved a financially negative statement in the end. So I was pretty much paying my way to do comedy. I would drive eight hours to do a show that would pay me, if anything, $25 or less. So now they actually offer me a hotel and I can fly to them. And the best part at this point in my career is the audiences are all familiar with my work. So for the first 20 years, most of the audiences were just there to see a comedy show, which is like going to movie theaters hoping to see film. It will not often leave you satisfied. I use a word a lot. It's a word that best describes my state these days, and it's grateful. 
because there's a lot of comedians who are just as good as me who aren't able to find their audience or their audience has trouble finding them. So I'm truly grateful that the audiences that I perform in front of are familiar with my work and often know every joke that I've told on TV or the albums. They also hold me accountable that I have to bring new jokes every time I visit a venue or region for repeat times. So that's a great system that's been worked out over the years. It was a time when comedians would go back with their same material year after year, but that's been flushed out by art and commerce and the intersections. So I'm happy about that, but it does present a challenge from time to time. And that is your comedy news for today. Follow this show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your shows. If you enjoy what I do, you can uh, hit the tip jar at buymeacoffee.com slash news. Five bucks is the recommended amount. I will take your money and I will buy a large iced coffee with caramel and milk at the National Donuts Chain. Instagram is at Daily Comedy News. Facebook groups, DCN Pod. See you tomorrow.